Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And we're back. Hello. Inside the 8 o'clock hour on the fan. KM to AM. It's a football Friday. Let's get right back into it. We were talking about Tom Brady. And uh, 15 years ago, Eli Manning and the Giants took down the Patriots. Tom Brady and that undefeated team, remember that? One giant loss. <laughs> Tom Brady, uh, he hates today. He hates seeing those clips, the helmet catch. And man, I remember thinking, uh, no way would the Giants beat them. But, you know, we kind of knew from that Week 18 game, and we knew they could play with those guys. And I don't know, man. It, that is still one of the like greatest moments in NFL history, and uh, Giants fans will remember that forever, and it's always cool to bring that up. It's always cool to bring that up because they didn't go undefeated, right? I know the Dolphins fans feel that too. They didn't go all the way, win the Super Bowl, and get it done. And now as we talk more about the Super Bowl, I want to get into some conversation around who we think is going to win, you know, strategy, I told you guys in the beginning of the season, I took the Chiefs. Uh, I never was on the Bills, and uh, I'm still on the Chiefs. I can't root for the Eagles. And I know that the Chiefs are underdogs, but they're wearing those white jerseys. And I think they said something like 15 out of the last 17 teams wearing the white jerseys in the Super Bowl have won it. That over-under is so high, uh, it's 50 points. So what I think we're going to see here is what everyone wants, right? You want your prop bets to hit, you want your parlays to hit, you want there to be a lot of points for your Super Bowl boxes, a random Super Bowl box to hit. That's what the Super Bowl should be. We don't want a boring Tom Brady 13-9 win. We want to see these guys go back and forth. We want to see these offenses, two of the most high-powered offenses, go at it. And I can't wait to see it. I think the advantage goes to the Chiefs. And I know, I know. That Eagles defense is not for play. They have monsters everywhere. They're ridiculous. But that defense can get carved up. I'm a Dallas fan, and you know that, and I always say it. But I say it to say this. I watched Dak Prescott on Christmas Eve. Was it Christmas or Christmas Eve? Christmas weekend, whatever it was. Carve up their defense. After he threw that stupid interception, he came back to go 24 for 24 against the Eagles zone defense. And I know they didn't have Jalen Hurts, but their defense was healthy. He lit them up. This is Dak Prescott, who led the league in interceptions, who had six games where he threw two picks, and then he did that in their last game of the year. We've gone over this a ton. 
if Dak Prescott can do it, the best quarterback in the league against zone defense can do it. I was watching NFL Live today, and they had this graphic of Pat Mahomes and how far and beyond he is from every other quarterback in the league when looking at his own defense and attacking his own defense, he's he's successful. And this is a kid that they said came in the league not really knowing how to read defenses. Who helped him learn how to read defenses? Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy. The advantage in coaching also goes to the Chiefs. Nick Sirianni, he's in his second year. And we talked yesterday about Julian Love, right? Julian Love said, you know, he's on a free ride. And... Uh, <laughs> He basically can just show up and coach these guys because they're stacked. Well, it's the Super Bowl. Coaching matters. You hear Tiki Barber every morning say coaching matters. It does, especially in the big game, the biggest game of the year where you have two weeks in between. And if you haven't done it before, it's a lot. It's a circus. They're they're showing these guys now. They, they have merch and these big lockers, and there's more media than ever at this event. Andy Reid has done it. Andy Reid has been there with the Eagles. Andy Reid has been there recently with the Chiefs. He knows what to do to have his team ready. Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff, those guys, they're young. He's got a lot of young guys on his coaching staff. Just go look up his, the Eagles coaching staff. There's not that many gray hair guys on that staff. There's a lot of guys that probably haven't done this. Now, when you look at Eric Bieniemy, he's a guy that should be a head coach at some point in his career. He's been around for a while. But there's a guy that Giants fans know as we're talking about, you know, the 15 years ago, them knocking off uh, Tom Brady, Steve Spagnola. Steve Spagnolo. So he's their defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Excuse me. He's going to have to figure out how to stop the Eagles' run game. They got to play big. They got to play tough. Their defense... I mean, there's going to be points scored on both sides. But their defense has to force Jalen Hurts into third and longs. I'm watching Jalen Hurts against the Niners defense. And that guy's not much of a thrower, man. You know that. Because when we really were first introduced to him as the first starting quarterback as a freshman for the Alabama Crimson Tide, remember that? They get to the championship. They have to bench him and put in Tua because they needed more of an air raid, more of an air attack. He wasn't a thrower then. He's gotten better. He's developed more, but he's still not much of a thrower now. What he's good about is not turning the ball over, not throwing picks. But in this game, you you can't miss the throws, right? Giants fans know Eli Manning showed up and made the throws he had to make. Patrick Mahomes is going to make the throws. He's going to improvise and make something happen. The Chiefs have to force the Eagles to throw the ball. And when they do throw the ball... I've seen him, Jalen Hurts, airmail air A.J. Brown, you know, miss Devontae Smith. I mean, that catch on that first drive, he missed Devontae Smith. That wasn't a catch. Andy Reid will be ready to challenge that. So I, I give the edge to the Chiefs in this one. I've, I've been on them all season. If they win the Super Bowl, we will go back to September and get the clip of me saying the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. That's my pick. And uh, I'm not changing that. The Chiefs have to stop the run. They have to stop that zone read. They have to stop Miles Sanders. Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, and Hurts running the ball as the quarterback. If they force them into third and long situations where they have to throw the ball, Jalen Hurts is not going to carve them up. And if you give the ball to Mahomes and you keep him on the field and they win the time of possession game, they win the turnover battle and the penalty game, 
It's it's the Chiefs game to win, and I think they win a close one. I think it's going to be an exciting game that everybody enjoys. You don't have to know the players. You don't have to know the coaches. It's going to be one of those Super Bowls where there's touchdowns, there's field goals, there's a lot of points, there's a lot of suspense, and uh, you know probably some NFL bogus too. There's going to be some kind of bogus penalties and uh, calls that you know make it go one way or the other. But I'm excited for that. 877-337-6666. Plenty to talk about tonight football-wise. Uh, the skills competition went on last night. You had guys uh, using their golf swing out there, um, zip lining, catching footballs. We saw Saquon uh, dodging footballs. I love the quarterback skills competition. I want to compete in that. I, I would love just to uh, show up to one. No cameras, though. No cameras, though. And see if I could get points. See if I could hit the moving targets, the big targets, the Target in the sky. Uh, Tyler Huntley impressed me yesterday. Derek Carr did his thing, and obviously he had a lot to say. So now everybody's talking about Derek Carr and his situation. I think we're going to know about him sooner rather than later. I don't know if the Jets are going to be in on that, but that February 15th date, that's the trigger date on his contract to give teams additional time or to give the Raiders uh, additional time. I think you know he doesn't want to do that. He wants to be able to figure out where he's going to go. Uh, I want to talk Nathaniel Hackett tonight as well. That's the Jets' offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers got to be the guy all the way. And he's got to be texting his buddy Aaron Rodgers to butter him up and let him know, like, hey, uh, you're headed this way. You know, ESPN last night had Rodgers golfing, and uh, they were making jokes. And the joke that they made at the golf outing in Pebble Beach, the guy on the mic said, you'd look great with a star on your helmet. (laughs) Yeah, well, Jerry Jones is an idiot, and he's the one that put the franchise tag on Dak Prescott and then ended up paying him $40 million a year for him to lead the league in interceptions and, uh, you know, throw two picks in the uh, divisional round. So uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things tonight football-wise. I will also sprinkle in some Yankees and some Mets as we get later into the night. I'll keep an eye on this NHL skills challenge out there in sunny California. You know, all these uh, hockey fans getting to go down to the warm weather. That's cool. I think it's a good look for them. And, um We'll keep it rolling. 877-337-6666. We got a bunch of people on the line. Let's go to Tommy in the Hamptons. What's up, Tommy? You're on the fan. Keith, my main man. How we doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, just trying to move the show along. Yo, that's it. There you go. I'm actually calling from the Hamptons. driving. You know, driving up to see my fiance out in the Hamptons right now. My brother-in-law, Matt, he's a big Lions fan. Called a while ago and told me, you know, Give Keith a shot, man, and you know I've been a big fan since pretty much day one. So uh, thank you. I don't want to take up I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, my, I got a Super Bowl question for you, actually, too. Uh, seeing the Chiefs and the Eagles going and you know going to this game, it sucks. I'm a diehard Giants fan. You know I was on that run 2007, followed them to Dallas. You know sorry to throw some shade your way. You know watch them beat uh, Tony Romo and uh, watch him throw that kick uh, that he always find you know found a way to throw. I remember. I know it's in those big moments. Um, how is a Giants fan? I'm sure you hear me as a Cowboys fan. Can you possibly find a way to, you know, root for the Eagles? Because I go on Twitter and I see people like pulling for them. They're like, "Oh, Giants be good for the NFC East." There's no freaking way I could find any way to to root for those, you know, those Eagles. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how there's any Giants fans. Rooting for the Eagles here. Uh, I don't see how any Cowboys fans could be rooting for them. I know Micah Parsons put out there publicly to Lane Johnson, a friend of his, win it for the division. You don't root for your division to win the Super Bowl. That's the last thing you want, somebody to come out of your division that you play twice to be the Super Bowl champion. 
let them come into your building and freaking talk all that smack and you know. All right, you got to see them twice next year as the reigning champs. No way. Exactly, exactly. That's what. Yeah, I don't know. His call drop. If he's out in the Hamptons, he's getting far out there. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't get the uh, rooting interest of any Giants fan that is going for the Eagles here. I don't understand how that works. Um, it's Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs all day. We need them to save the day. These Eagles fans are on one. These Eagles fans are already planning the parade. They're already walking around with their chests out. They're calling the fan trolling. Like the first call I took last night was someone pretending to be a Jets fan and talk about Aaron Rodgers because that's all we talk about now. And at the end of the call, they snuck in, fly, Eagles, fly. And I'm like, all right, get out of here with that. The Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is rehabbing. Patrick Mahomes is icing his ankle as we speak. He will be healthy. And this will be the best team that the Eagles have faced in weeks. They have a better coach. This is the Andy Reid Bowl. I'm telling you, coaching matters. Preparation for a Super Bowl matters. Doing this before matters. Nick Sirianni and these guys are the more talented team. Nick Sirianni and these guys... They sh- they're favored to win the game. They could win the game, but I think it's going to come down to the little things, and the little things it comes down to are, you know, preparation and coaching. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to dodge anybody on the line that wants to talk about Kyrie. I'm sorry. I'm good on it. Mike is in Linden, New Jersey on the fan. Go for it, Mike. Hey, what's up, bro? Um, I just wanted to talk about uh, the Jets quarterback situation a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is – the only real option they have. I mean, people were talking Derek Carr, like he could get us to the Super Bowl. Or, I mean, to me, he he reminds me of like a Kirk Cousins. I mean, if if the Jets end up with him, I think it's a desperate move by Joe Douglas or Solid just to save their jobs. I mean, he'll be okay. He might get us to the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game, but we're not going anywhere with him. We're going to be in the same mix. But the other problem is if we don't get either of those two, which I don't even put Lamar in there, but if we don't get those two guys, where are we? We're, we're going to be going for the number one pick? Like, nah, terrible. you're going to default into a Jimmy G situation or Ryan Tannehill oh, situation. Yeah, yeah. And as that, Jets fans, you can't accept that. Um, you I, you I, absolutely I, can't accept that. Woody, Woody Johnson has raised the prices for next season. On the on the tickets for the season ticket holders, and they came up short. They you know they already probably made that move to raise the prices when they thought that they were going to walk into the playoffs. You need a better quarterback than that. And um, I know a lot of Jets I, fans I, are talking Super Bowl, but I, like I don't understand how so many Jets fans are talking Super Bowl. These like we're talking about no, the Jets. No, 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 no. We got to talk about no. just getting to the playoffs and then hoping that anything can happen in the playoffs. And Aaron Rodgers gives you a better opportunity in this AFC where. You know, if you're getting to the playoffs, you got to knock off Mahomes. You got to knock off Burrow. You got to knock off Justin Herbert, Herbert, Josh Allen, uh, Trevor Lawrence, these type of guys. Lamar Jackson, if they get right with the Ravens. Like, uh, Derek Carr, I think, is a good quarterback. He's 31, so he's eight years younger than Rodgers. But just like you said, like, he's not, like, I don't know, he's not that kind of guy that's going to come in and uh, lead you to the promised land. Like, he could throw interceptions too, he could struggle too. Yeah, I, I, but I think that's the problem. I mean, we're, we're I, I feel like we're going to be starting all over, not obviously this year, but the year after if we strike out on those two guys. But only one, uh, I'm not saying they'll win the Super Bowl if they get Aaron Rodgers, but I think they could compete. There will be a belief in the locker room that they can win. 
I mean, you saw what Quentin Williams was uh, tweeting out after uh, Purdy went down. Yeah. I mean, it was – they don't believe they could win. The quarterback the is problem. so important. The quarterback is the, – it's the yeah. center – it's the center, like – it's the thing you need. Like it's the it's the the core of like what drives these teams. Yeah, look, the, the, look at this Super Bowl. It, it, getting a quarterback isn't like getting a third baseman for the Yankees. I mean, if if you don't if you miss out on a third baseman, you could go get a center fielder and th- that'll hit forty homers for you. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you, a quarterback, you can't patch you, up the quarterback yeah. position with a good running back or you know a good yeah. defense. It's it's the, the, the league has changed. The like Rex Grossman's getting to the Super Bowl and Trent Dilfer getting yeah. the Super Bowl and winning it. That ain't happening the rules anymore. Weren't set up. The rules weren't set up that way. You need to score points. We didn't score a touchdown the last three games of the season. I mean, they, they, yeah, I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett's the answer, if they just did it to lure Aaron Rodgers, but it seems like they're going all in for Aaron Rodgers because they know Derek Carr is just going to be there to save their jobs. That's it. Thanks for the call, Mike. And, yeah, I've said this all week and last week since we've started this all day, every day, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets obsession. It's Aaron Rodgers, it's Aaron Rodgers, it's Aaron Rodgers until it's not. 877 877- Three three seven sixty six sixty six. We're gonna break it down. Call me up. I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have forty seven new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Friday night, feeling good. 
Hopefully you're good wherever you are. Stay warm out there. New York City turned into the Windy City today. I was like, whoa, hold on. Oh, nah. Rick was not really feeling it. You got to wear your long johns, your thermals, your under armor, double layers. Make sure you got socks, double socks, your Tims, your Scully, extra hoodie. Blame uh, Punxsutawney Phil or Staten Island Chuck or whoever you believe in. One of those groundhogs did it. <laughs> we were just thinking we were going to slide through this winter. It wasn't going to get that cold. And uh, knock on wood, we're hoping it doesn't blizzard or hit us with any snow coming up anytime soon. But yeah, it's one of those weekends in February, right, where uh, I don't think you're making too many moves, right? I mean, we'll be at the mall. We'll be at American Dream tomorrow and Sunday doing the uh, Pinstripe Pride Yankees event. But man, when I saw the temperature, I'm like, I am not going anywhere else. I'm going there and I'm going home. Five degrees tomorrow night is the low. And uh, not looking forward to it. It hurts. It's painful. Don't get trapped outside. Don't get stuck outside anywhere. Keep McPherson on the fan, taking your calls all night, holding it down at the station here. 877-337-6666. There's a ton to talk about. It's a football Friday. Uh, I'm going to mix in some D'Amico Ryan stuff. I'm just so happy for that guy. We'll talk about him later. I'm trying to find the clip that I saw of him in his intro press conference. I'm also going to clip up LeBron James. I'm going to clip up LeBron James a little later on when we start having some baseball conversations. And obviously we're talking Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. When are we not? So let's keep that going. And we're mixing in some Derek Carr stuff. But I think now we're going to get the Derek Carr information that we need like very soon. I think like that bridge is going to be crossed sooner rather than later. I think we're going to know more there. I think I saw Dove Kleiman, who I know people are like, he's not necessarily the most reliable source, uh, but, you know, he's out there breaking news and stuff. And I know he attached Derek Carr to Dennis Allen and the Ravens, um, or not Ravens, and the Saints. I don't know about that. But he said there is buzz that the Saints are a potential suitor for Raiders QB Derek Carr, according to Jay Fowler. New Orleans coach Dennis Allen was his head coach uh, in 2014 when he was with the Raiders and Carr was a rookie. I don't think that stuff actually matters. But, you know, Derek Carr is, is set on going somewhere else. He's spoken about it. He signed off early, and uh, he's ready to get going. And I don't know if he's going to end up here. Like I said, the Jets got to be focused on Aaron Rodgers. And if they miss out on Derek Carr, so be it. Uh, in front of me right now is that bad man, that young man, Jack Hughes. Devils fans, if you're not watching Jack Hughes in the skills competition, what are you doing tonight? Let's see. Jack Hughes, where is he at on the leaderboard? Uh, he didn't crack the top four. He just finished uh, fifth place. He just had uh, – I'm not sure what this is. This is uh, – I can't read the screen, but he was just shooting. And uh, he had a 32.2 second time. So, yeah, the NHL skills competition is going on. It's packed down there. So When they say no one cares about hockey, that's also a lie. No one cares about the Nets. That's clearly a lie. Keith McPherson on the fam. We're going to get back to the phones. 877-337-6666. Let's see what Ed is talking about in Wilton, Connecticut. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling in. Go for it. Hey, man. A uh, long-time listener um, and uh, 
but I definitely loving your presence on the radio. I listen to you every night, so you're doing a great job. Thank I love you. the the new lineup going on. Thank you very but, much. Uh, but one thing I got to bring up with the whole um, longtime Jets fan and the Aaron Rodgers talk is just killing me because this guy is not leaving Green Bay. I mean, is there anything more Jets the Jets can do? But hold on while Carr goes away, Garoppolo goes away, uh, Mayfield goes somewhere else, and we're hanging around waiting for Rodgers, and he decides not to leave. And then what are we going to do? I mean, the whole season's going to be banking on this. you got to go after Carr, someone that you think you can get right away. Because this guy, he pulled the same clown show last year. He loves the attention. And he's going to end up staying in Green Bay. He doesn't want to be Brett Favre part two. Yeah, but he wants to one-up Brett Favre. And it's not all his decision. Uh, the Packers are having conversations without him right now. If the Packers are ready to move on from him, I, I was saying the other night, I doubt he retires, right? Uh Tom Brady just retired, and J.J. Watt retired. He's not trying to be in their retirement class. He's not trying to go into Canton and have to share the stage with those guys. He's not done. Um, I think this last year in Green Bay, the way that it ended was disappointing, but I think he's ready to move on, and uh, I think the organization's ready to move on. And we won't know, but I think the Jets got to be you know, the first option, and they got to be on it. And if they miss out on some guys, they miss out on some guys. They got to have some type of plan B, but like, Stick to your plan A. I don't know, man. The, the plan. What's the plan B? It's got to be solid because these guys' jobs are on the line. Douglas is on the line, and so is Salah. They know they gotta they gotta pull something out of the hat to this year, or they're gone. Yeah. So if they don't have a plan B, then that's shame on them. No, I know they they probably have a few plans, but like Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback that could potentially come to New York City and lead the Jets to the playoffs. And uh, for our purposes as fans, I think we just stay the course until we get some, like, solid concrete news that, like, that's not going to happen. All right, man. I appreciate your opinion. Um, love your show. You're doing solid work out there. Um, just the only thing I'm ashamed of is that you didn't choose the Rangers over the Devils. Ah, uh, that's okay. Thanks, Ed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, we've gone over that a hundred times on the fan, too. You know, I don't hate the Rangers yet. I'm not that deep in the rivalry, but... The Rangers don't show us love up here at the Fan. And, uh, you know, we went through the whole Salicata thing this week with him uh, wearing a lot of Islanders gear. And he said he did that because they showed him love over there at UBS Arena. It was Ledecky and them. They had him on the big screen with Geo and put their names up there on the screen. And if you get hosted by a owner of a team and he tells you to go into the team store and get what you like, are you going to turn it down? I mean, you have to really hate the team. And I don't think Sal hates the team that much. He's a Rangers fan, but like I said the other night, he's also a professional. And for me, like, the Devils rolled out the red carpet, so I'm a Devils fan. I put it out there. I was on air last year around this time saying, hey, I'd love to come see a game at the Garden, UBS, The Rock. And the Devils pulled your boy in. And look at the Devils' success since. Not a bad first season to be a Devils fan. My guy, Josh, in the Bronx, thanks for I'm waiting. telling you, Keith, man, that's the way to do it, man. Get the love. Get the love. Yes, sir. Um, I, just, I just wanted to say, you know, fulfill your fantasy tomorrow and Sunday, going over to East Rutherford, meeting these Yankees that you, you know, you just dreamed about when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. If there's somebody over there, pull on his 
you know, pull on his tails and get him on the fan and, you know, that thing, it was it was blasting last night when you had John Sterling on. <laughs> that was, you know, short and sweet. Keith, I'm telling you, go Kansas City on on uh, a week from Sunday. Thank you for taking my call, man. I'm listening. I'm all in with you, brother. Thanks for the Enjoy call, Enjoy the Josh. weekend. Have a You're good welcome. weekend. You too. Uh, I'm not sure if I see anybody over there that I haven't met. Um, and I've I've been blessed this year. I've met a lot of these Yankees, these former Yankees and these Yankees legends. And like you know, even having John on, like I can I have John's number. I work I work at WFAN with John Sterling now. Like I met John here last year in like January, February. I think it was February, about a year ago. And he already knew of me and knew who I was. And when I went down to spring training, I got to share the mic with him. And then a few times the past this past season, I was in the booth with John and Susan. It is a surreal experience. It's, it's a wild experience for me. But, yeah, I'm not shy. I'll, I'll talk to anybody in there this weekend and say, hey, come on the fan. Especially with baseball season coming up. Like, if we can get some of these guys. I can't even think who's over there that I haven't met yet. Or I haven't. Uh, maybe Randy Johnson. We'll see when Randy Johnson pops in. <laughs> Um, who else was there on the list that I was like, oh, I haven't talked to him yet. Like, I, I met Hideki Matsui. I, I met Mariano Rivera. I was in the outfield with Mariano Rivera at Bernie Williams' softball game. Mo was telling me, hey, shade right a little bit. Oh, hey, come on. Mo, Mo was mad at me when I stepped out for an inning to do an interview, and they put um, a young lady in left field, and the ball flies over her head. He comes back and says, hey, man, where you at? And I'm like, hey, they told me to do the interview. No, 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 no. We need you out there. Get back in the outfield. You and me, I'm, I'm going to center field, you back in left field. We got to win the game. I'm like, see, you know, that that's why Mariano and those guys won so much. This is a softball game in the middle of Connecticut somewhere. And the greatest of all time wants to win that bad that he's turning up on me like, hey, don't do interviews. We're playing a game. We need you in the outfield. Looking forward to that. Shout out to Bernie, too. I think Bernie's going to be over there. Uh, a bunch of different Yankees. Jorge Posada, that's someone I haven't met. If I see Jorge tomorrow, hip hip, I'm definitely going to pull Jorge to the side. That's going to be fun. Yankees fans, stay tuned. We'll get into the Yankee conversation. I know Luis Severino is not playing in the World Baseball Classic. So what? Did you see who the Dominican Republic has playing in the World Baseball Classic? They're stacked. WFAM put out an article today, and I replied on Twitter. I said, World Series greater than World Baseball Classic. Like, they've got enough guys. They don't need Seve. And Seve's at the point in his career and his contract, he needs to be locked in to do what he needs to do for the Yankees. The World Baseball Classic, uh, it's not something that he needs to be invested in and potentially get hurt with his injury history. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Breaking it down again. We'll be right back after this. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And you say New York City. Friday night, Friday vibes. On the fan, you're listening to 101.9 FM. Maybe you're riding somewhere. Maybe you're in the crib, staying warm, listening on the free Odyssey app, wherever we thank you for joining us. Your nighttime host, Keith McPherson, talking through the sports, taking calls with my own thoughts and takes, opinions, and uh, just trying to keep it moving, man. Not, I, I told you, not going to spend the whole night talking about the same thing that everybody else is talking about because it's dry out here. We don't have to do that, right? Before that news broke, I had a whole other plan for what I was going to do tonight. And that's why we knocked that out right away. And uh, we can move on. And today is supposed to be Jordan Day 2-3-23. And yeah, it's still Black History Month. And, you know, I thought about what I said last night about Black History Month. And I can't speak for any other black folk. I can't speak for anybody else's black experience but my own. But, you know, I said I, I think Black History Month being the shortest month, it's a slight I think it's kind of cheesy how they try and put, like, green, red, and yellow, and Africanized it. Like, I've never been to Africa, bro. I I don't mind being called black. I am black. I'm not African-American. Even that term. It's like, never been to Africa. I'm American just like you. I celebrate the 4th of July. I'm obsessed with our American sports because I watch the same American TV and programming that you watched. And uh, what I think about Black History Month is that it should be a time where we elevate black people, where we put a spotlight on black people that have been successful because it's harder for black people to be successful in America. It's treacherous out there. They set the course against us. They make it a lot harder for you. I can speak directly to it. I mean, I know a lot of you don't know me personally, but I hope that you've gotten to know me over the last year and feel like you know my story. But you know, there's some parts of my story that I've left out. There's some parts of my story that aren't fit for air and struggles and things that have happened in my life, discrimination and racism, and it's real. And I said last night, like, if I ever made you laugh, if I ever made you think, if I ever entertained you, think about what I've gone through to even get on this microphone, on this platform. Think about what I've even gone through to survive. And for Black History Month... We should just be highlighting black people that have survived and been successful in this country, right? Uh, as far as black history, black history is American history. We're Americans just like everybody else. And there's nothing that has been built or done or accomplished in this country since the beginning without black folks, without black people being involved. And if you like sports, there's no sport in this country that doesn't have someone black playing in it or working behind the scenes or in the front office or watching in the stands. Like, you know, it's it's not so much something that needs to be separate. It's about equality. It's about love. It's about everybody together. We're all here together. And for the young kids listening, right, you're the future. And uh, we hope that, you know, you're learning things in school that make it better for the future. Unfortunately, I was in school and I had to sit through a lot of slave talk. I had to sit through a lot of history about, oh, black people were slaves. It pissed me off when I was young. That's all we did. That's all we were. 
there's more than that. There's so much more than that. And even to this day, there are people that are trying to remove African-American studies from schools. There are people that are trying to remove that from colleges. It's crazy. And uh, I don't know. I think Black History Month should just be highlighting, you know, it doesn't have to be Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson. It doesn't have to be uh, Barack Obama or, you know, it, it should just be regular black Americans that you live next to, that you work with that you listen to on the radio and their stories and what they had to do, what they had to go through just to be successful, just to be on top because it was that much harder. It was, it was set to be that much more challenging to live a successful life in America. That's it. You know, my, I think my message has been the same. I'm not going to hit you with any facts. I'm not going to hit you with any nuggets like this day in black history. I'm not, I'm not on that. I think I'm making black history every day. I think, you know, the best thing I can do is come in here and be myself and share my story and share who I am and my experience. And uh, hopefully that, you know, reaches someone, hopefully that sparks a conversation, hopefully that, uh, you know, gets to you wherever you are. And you understand that we're all Americans and black history is American history. So it's black history month. Don't let that turn you off. Don't make, don't let that make you feel like, Oh, it's, it's not for me. It is for you because black people are all around you. And we just want to be treated the same way you are treated. We just want to be able to live the same way you live. And that's for everybody, whether you're black, whether you're Hispanic, whether you're Asian, whether you're whatever, you know. In this country, we all got to just pick one one another up. We got to all look out for each other. And, uh, you know, I'm keeping that message all the way through the month. I don't have any factoids. I'm not going to talk about, like, George Carver or... I don't even know. I don't have any, you know, black moments in radio history to share, but uh, I'm making black history on the radio, being on WFAN every night and doing my job and doing my best. I'm thankful to be here and I'm going to keep hosting and bringing it in, trying to entertain. So let's keep it rocking. Let's keep it rolling and let's keep it moving. I'm clipping up some stuff, you know, talking about black history, obviously with the two black quarterbacks facing off Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. You know, you know Patrick Mahomes' dad. I said last week that the Bengals messed up. <laughs> the Bengals messed up as soon as they had that mayor come on and say, oh, we need a paternity test to find out if Joseph Lee Burrow is the father of Patrick Mahomes. No, we know Pat Sr. He played baseball. He played for the Mets. And uh, Jalen Hurts was asked about it, and Patrick uh, Mahomes was asked about it, and they talked about it. It's historical. Super Bowl 57. First time ever, two black quarterbacks facing off. I played quarterback. I played the position. I remember doing a book report on Doug Williams, the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl when I was young, and standing up in front of the class and presenting it. Um, and I related to it because I started playing quarterback when I was 11 and Pop Warner, like fifth grade. So, you know, it meant something to me. But then being a fan, you watch them talk about, okay, are these guys smart enough to play the position? Like, <laughs> What? Oh, they got to take the Wonderlick test and see what they score on the Wonderlick test. Cam Newton shouldn't be drafted number one. And uh, all of this scrutiny, like black guys could not play the quarterback position in the NFL. And when you look across the NFL now, that certainly has changed. And we'll watch the Super Bowl next Sunday with two of the best. And I'm excited for it, man. On, uh, another you know moment in black history, one of the youngest coaches, D'Amico Ryans. I'm working on getting the clip, Connor. I have it. But it's like I want to get it so that you can just play it. D'Amico Ryans, I'm so proud of, man. 
He signs a, a deal with uh, the Houston Texans to be their new head coach. I'm, I'm going to clip what he said so we can play it. But, um, yeah, you just got to understand, you know, black history is going on all the time. It's American history. Black people are Americans. Uh, most of us have never gone to Africa, aren't going to see Africa. And uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's get back to the phones. Taking your calls on Aaron Rodgers, of course. Taking your calls on Derek Carr as well, and trying to mix in Super Bowl conversation. I'm excited for this Super Bowl. The Eagles can't win. Put all your energy and focus into the Chiefs winning. We need them to absolutely win to stop these Philly fans from going insane. And I know these Philly fans can't wait to call and they can't wait to troll us up here. Well, if they lose, they got to hold that. They got to hold that. I can't live in a world where the Eagles win two Super Bowls with Two different quarterbacks, right, that backed up their quarterback that they drafted second overall in, in Carson Wentz. Uh, something else, you know, Doug Peterson won his second year as the head coach of the Eagles. Same thing with Nick Sirianni. Come on, Andy Reid. It's the Andy Reid Bowl. The Chiefs got to get it done. And then as soon as it's done, we turn the page to baseball, and then we start thinking about who's going to win the next Super Bowl. 877 337 6666, Keith McPherson on the fan. I'm going to get these clips together and uh, a couple more things together as we keep the show rolling. Call me up, folks. Right back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.